again, we sound like an 8-bit boss. It is an all-new episode of Best Friends in the World. Uh, I am, uh, I'm telling you right now, um, I, am, I am really becoming a big fan of Bobby Fish. I love Bobby Fish. I'm a, I'm a big Kyle Riley fan, too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Just, the man Air Guitar is uh, <laughs> on his title belt, so I'm into it. And it's it's not like you know like old school Hogan used to do. It's like he gets way into it, and I'm I, I like it. I dig it. Yeah, Hogan would just do a little like strum. Yeah, Kyle O'Reilly is like getting it. <laughs> he is. He's he's played it like it's an actual guitar, and his life depends on it. Like he's <laughs> in that Charlie Daniels song playing for his soul. So yeah, all new episode. Best friend, this is what episode five or five. I was trying to get, <laughs> trying to get actual official numbers. Uh, we have, uh, yeah, this will be episode one, two. This is episode four, official okay. episode four. I'm not counting the pilot in the official numbering. So if you're uh, uh, following along at home with the official numbering of the best friends in the world podcast, this is episode four. And we're gonna we're gonna get into our February February contest in a little bit. But first things first, it's the been, realist. The what? Uh, there's like some old rap song that goes like first things first. I'm the realist." Oh yeah 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 yeah. First things first. I'm the realist. Uh, just like how whenever someone goes, uh, you know me, I have to jump in with still the same OG, uh, because, because you have to follow the rules about forget about Dre. That's just, even as a dorky white guy, you have to follow the rules. You have to respect Dr. Dre. That's just how it goes. So yeah. And it's, it's weird now because it's now we're in that stretch where, like I talk to you and text you fairly regularly, but like I haven't seen you in like a month. We we talk on pretty much a daily basis yeah. at this juncture, but like I haven't seen you since we did the the live show at uh, Vet City. Yeah, so it's it's been you know the uh, towards the end of January, so it's we're we're closing in on a month now. So and it's going to be uh, what another almost another month before. Before I actually see you again, so it's uh, we're in that weird like because usually it's it's a, a month or six weeks before uh, either you know there's a convention or I, I I come to visit or you're around or whatever and uh, we see each other. So the, but there's like these stretches where we just don't see each other very much. They're the worst. They're the worst. Yeah, they're not they're not fun for me. So um, yeah, it's uh, we're we're just kind of in the middle of of one of those stretches. And, but it'll uh, be all right though. We will get to LCTC. We will. We'll get there. Uh, we'll meet Scott Hall and, uh, everybody else who's going to be there. Um, you know, they announced and then retracted Val Kilmer. So hopefully, uh, we have another couple guests that will be announced that will be good. I'm telling you, I am begging. Now is the perfect time. There's no better time. If they've got Val Kilmer money, now is the time to get the panel that we've all been waiting for, that I've been begging for since the beginning of LCTC, 
and that is the Scott Hall Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 10 retrospective panel. That would be so awesome. Bring Shawn Michaels in. I would. I, I'm dying. I am begging for Shawn Michaels to be an LCTC guest. That's all I really want. I can't imagine why. Who's your favorite wrestler of all time? Oh, Shawn Michaels. Okay. I should have said something different. I should have been like, like, yeah, pick someone I hate. Oh, Barry Horowitz. Oh, damn. No one. Damn. Barry Horowitz isn't Barry Horowitz's favorite wrestler. He's not. He's really not. Barry Horowitz isn't his son's favorite wrestler. No, Barry Horowitz. Yeah, he's he is nobody. But the guy, you know, he's he. Remember that time he uh, he beat Skip from the Body Donnas? Yeah. I not the Chris Candido one, but the other one? Yeah, yeah. Or wait, no. Yeah, it was, was Skip Chris yeah, Candido? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, Skip was Chris Candido, and then the uh, Zip was uh, the other guy. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> he was that guy. He was the other guy that no one cares about or remembers. Someone's going to correct us, and I don't care. Someone's going to be like, oh, actually, Zip was portrayed by whoever. Was it Dr. Tom Pritchard? I don't think it was. Let me just look this up real quick. It might have been Dr. Tom Pritchard. I'm not sure, though. Hey, Donna's WWF. Yeah. Tom Pritchard. Bam, nicely done, baby. sir. Yeah. So you can stop your tweets and your emails in mid-email to correct me because it was. It was, it was Dr. Tom, who now has a wrestling school in Memphis, Nashville, somewhere. I don't know. Tennessee. Whatever. We're not here to plug his wrestling school. No, no. But... You know, we're, we are in that time where I haven't seen you in a while, but, you know, we do text, like you said, pretty much every day. Yeah. And I want to highlight a text that you sent me not too long ago that, oh. that spawned uh, what this, what I, I want to bring this up to you. Uh, it, well, first of all, let me get past the, uh, the stuff where I uh, now three times in a row uh, fantasy movie league champion. Let me. Let me scroll past that um, because, uh, yeah, if you if you uh, decide that uh, you want to take a shot at the at the, at the champ here at the king, uh, you can join our fantasy movie league. The link is up. The link is now live. I, uh, I I made sure today that it was correct because when when it was posted yesterday or earlier this week, the, the they were having problems uh, linking to private games so uh but now the link is live you can join uh the the password is talk nerdy the number two me show all lowercase and join try and win it's fun i mean it is really fun oh i i actually did have uh one um like you know milestone in fantasy movie league this this round I believe you did. I I broke a billion dollars. Look at you. I also I also forgot to set my <laughs> my lineup one week. I think the final week. I think this might be the first time that somebody has completely and totally not set a lineup at all and gotten a perfect cinema in the same season. It's true, yeah. Uh, well, I got stuck in a, a work thing because I, I was walking upstairs 
last Friday, like trying to set it real quick. And I like kept on thinking about it and I backed out of the app without setting anything. I ran into someone. So I was like talking to them. Then I went into like the interview I had. And uh, by the time I got out, I got my phone out and I was like, Oh, it's 12, 12. <laughs> well, shit. <Yeah>. Oops. <laughs> hey, uh, do you know, I, I went into that in third place. Yeah. Do you know uh, who, who came in third place last weekend? Uh, and wait, overall, was it you? Didn't set my lineup and still didn't get knocked out of the position I was in. That shows. It just shows the dominance of the top three that finished. Like it was the the top, the top two was pretty close. I think it was only like forty million dollars that separated, uh, which not it sounds like a lot. It's it's less than one weekend, so it's really not that much. But uh, yeah, the top three were pretty well bunched up, and then everybody else was kind of all over the place. Yeah. So, but no, uh, it, this one was a fairly competitive one. This one was pretty good because uh, you know the, the the top three or four kind of broke away early on, and then it was kind of a fight between all of us, and then uh, it just kind of took over at I the think, end so i think at one point you the, you me and that uh glenn shirley guy yep. all rotated for like first place like back to back to back weeks yeah dear friend of the show glenn shirley uh yeah we we all i know he's a he actually he's a very uh he's an avid listener uh to all of the talk nerdy to me uh network programming so we thank him for that but yeah he was he was ultra competitive because in the beginning he was like the first five or six weeks he was a runaway at first and then you and i started to to scrape back up and i think uh the cyclone cinema was also up there for a while and we were all kind of rotating around it was like musical chairs with the top two or three and then uh we just kind of broke away so um, that, that, I'll tell you what, what nailed it for me was, uh, the week that, uh, that, that perfect cinema happened or the perfect cinemaplex cineplex. Um, it was like the perfect cineplex was like 116 million and the next closest person got like 70 million. And I think that was Glenn or 80 million. And so it was just such a big cushion in between that it helped really, you know, spring, Spring, I think you and me, because we both had the perfect Cineplex that week. So it kind of sprung us up uh, and kind of helped us break away. So that was really helpful. Looked out. We really did. Yeah. So that I uh, also appreciated the week where we both, like, we were texting about it. And we were both like, I really just want to put Harriet on all eight screens. Yeah. But I'm nervous that if it, if it bombs. So I think you ended up doing two movies on another screen and I ended up just, just doing hair or like one movie and then Harriet on the other yeah. seven. Uh, we should have gone with our instincts on that one. Yeah. It's this season was a bad season for horror movies. I just mm. stopped picking horror movies because they, it just wasn't worth doing. Nervous about, cause like invisible man's actually been getting good reviews. So yeah. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. I just well, don't know. If uh, if more people who play would uh, would figure out that there's basically an easy button to help select your Cineplex, it would be more competitive. But until they figure out that easy button, and I'm not going to tell anybody what it is, but uh, why would you? 
I know, right? Uh, so I will just retain top billing for, uh, you know, as many seasons as it'll happen because I'm just going to keep on rolling forward, man. Like Fred Durst says, keep rolling, rolling, rolling. That's all I know how to do. But so you texted me and I had to go back to the way back because it was, it was actually January the 16th. So it was a little over a month ago. Yeah. And you texted me and you said, and I'm going to, I'm going to say this, I'm going to directly quote you. Don't don't be offensive. Don't be offensive. I thought thought maybe that you had been, you were drinking, but it was one 57 in the afternoon. So I didn't, I guess not. It was the week was the 16th. It was a weekday. Let's see. (laughs) Oh yeah. It was probably a, it was. was probably not. It was, a it was a Tuesday. Yeah, it was. It was a Thursday. Oh wait, I'm in. I'm in June. I'm in June. I was looking forward <laughs> Why to something. Are you in June? <laughs> oh man. So yeah, you uh, and and it says, um, boy, comma. <laughs> At first, I was like, what the what the hell? It says, boy, when are we gonna get you some ink? That's true. And that's not offensive. I'm okay that you read that. No, and then I replied back, LOL, is that the next project? And you said, I think so. And I said, well, I already have a couple of ideas in mind. And then I sent you three pictures. Um, and so, cause it got me thinking about, uh, cause you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking and I'm like all of my, all of my friends have tattoos. Uh, you know, you have a bunch of tattoos. We're going to get into those. Uh, John, Obi John has tattoos. Julian has tattoos. Uh, Don has tattoo. Yeah. Tattoo. Uh, I thought you said Don has tattoo. I was like, moist Don has, <laughs> what does, what tattoo does moist Don have? Um, he might, he I don't know. Don has a tattoo. I don't know. He might have one. I'm not sure. And I'll need to text him and ask Snapchat him and ask. Uh, but, um, so, you know, my, my friends have tattoos. Um, Joey, who doesn't listen to the show, uh, he has a bunch of tattoos. He's got, like, the Ultimate Warrior face, which I'm not okay with, but that's okay. That's not my – not not for me to decide what your tattoos should be. Uh, but, you know, a, a, a bunch of people have, have tattoos, and I've, I've – you know, over the years, I've gone back and forth, and, you know, I've talked about it. How I'm like, oh, I might, and then I don't, and then I'm like, oh, I might, and then I don't. So, you know, uh, I've I've kind of gone waffling back and forth, and I sent you uh, a few designs. I sent you the um, uh, the the anchor from Gokaiger, the pirate Power Rangers that didn't suck, and which I I think is a a good it's a good first one. Like it's, it's, it's small, like it's pretty basic. Uh, it's, it's, it's a, what I like about it also is it's a, it's a twist on a, on a classic favorite. Like a lot of people go for the, uh, the, 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 the standbys, you know, like the anchors and the, uh, I don't like the, uh, like the barbed wire around the bar, the, the, the bicep, the barbed wire. I don't like that, but you know, there are the Goldberg tribal. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that stuff, but you know, I'm I'm a fan of the classics. Like I could do an anchor, and that's a that's a solid. Even though you know, I'm not a uh, I'm not a seafaring gentleman, but uh, I don't have a boat, and but you know, it's a it's a tw- 
twist on an anchor that I really like, and it's a character that uh, I really like, and I've cosplayed as a bunch. I should again because it's a good one. But uh, so such as that one, and then the uh, the 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 foot the 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 Foot Clan logo. That's just like the footprint, which I've always I've always loved that. I've always loved the, just the simple Foot Clan design. Kind of rad. And then if anyone asked what it was, tell me it's your son's footprint, but then there's like no actual like defining marks into it that make it look like a print. No, no, it's it's literally just a red, like five toes and the, the base of the foot, and that's it. And they'll be like, Hey, what's that? And I'll just go, Go, play. And I'll be I'll be Tatsu. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine, um, and and then the uh, the Ghostbusters CM Punk crossover that that I've been I've been eyeing for a while that I, I really want that one at some point, but it combines two things that I love. You have been eyeing that for a bit, and I think I mean it's a it's a good one. It's a good one. I, have, uh, I mean I I I've been able to tell people involved in both ghostbusters and i've been able to tell cm punk that he's my hero he's he's a hero of mine and people from the ghostbusters movie that the movie made a uh, a big impression on me as a youth and even into adulthood so i mean it's two two defining characteristics of me so uh you know it would be a good and i i feel like neither thing is going to be any more controversial than it already is. Like you have that fear where you're like, what if I put, you know, uh, like the Batman logo on me and then they do a comic run where like Batman's a Nazi or like like Batman does something awful or like, you know, you put like a person, like I feel bad for anybody that got a Chris Benoit tattoo at some point. Uh, the one I've always used is anyone that got a Lost Prophets tattoo. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, you know. You know. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I don't feel like... I don't I don't feel like Ghostbusters is going to... You know, I'm, I'm, I'm ever going to get to the point where I'm like... Oh, Ghostbusters... You know, murdered somebody or just, you know, did, did, is like so horribly offensive to me as a human being. Like, yeah, the 2016 movie was pretty bad, but, you know, it would be the logo from the original. Um, and we'll see how this new movie goes. It might be trash, uh, but it, it's looking, I have, I have hope for it. And I don't think that CM Punk is going to, you know, do anything more offensive than that tweet to the Miz a month or so ago. So I think that's that's pretty much the apex and I can handle that. So that's okay. Um, you know, um, but, uh, so I I think that one's kind of stiff because that's my big fear is like I would get something. And then when I'm 80, it would be like the worst possible thing. The, The way I always look at it, there was this, um, thing I saw going around online, like, probably 10 plus years ago. Maybe this may have even gone back to like the MySpace days. They're all old and wrinkly. How are those tattoos going to look then? And it's just like, I'm going to be old and wrinkly. Do you think I'm going to fucking care? That's, that's a good point. I mean, that is a very fair point. 
but I have 10 tattoos right now. Um, the majority of my back, and then uh, I have four on each leg on the lower half, and then I currently have a left thigh tattoo. And in about 10 days, I will also have a right thigh tattoo to match it. And, you know, I've had, and my entire back is done. Um, people ask me, like, well, what are you going to do when you get older? I don't know. I have tattoos? Yeah. If they fade over time, okay. Well, and like, I, I, I respect anybody that is passionate about passionate enough about something to put it on their body forever. And I mean, it's just, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, some stuff has been kind of impulsive, but you know, I don't regret any of the ones I have. I was going to ask you, like, so, are there any that you have that you like today, if you didn't have any of them that you would not get again? I wish was um, when I got my pie symbol in 2009, 10, one of those two. I, um, I really wish I had, because, uh, you know, I got it kind of based off John Dies at the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the book, spoiler, the, they quote, uh, you know, the big evil in the books can create a like copy of you. And the only way to tell is there's a symbol that looks like a pie symbol on like your big toe, your foot somewhere like a distinguishing mark. So I got one on my right, my right leg. And then uh, they released the expanded version of the book about a year later, the actual symbol. And it doesn't have the curve like the pie symbol does. So, um, you know, it doesn't really match what the book is, but I wouldn't like, I don't regret getting it. The only time I regretted it was when I had, um, when I, when it was my only tattoo and people would ask me what it was the Chinese or Japanese symbol for a lot. Chinese <laughs> or what's that? The Chinese symbol for math. <laughs> I would like no. to get, I, I would like to do uh, like weird things, like my own twist on stuff. Like uh, if I were to get Chinese writing, I would get what, something that says, I don't know, I don't speak Chinese. So when someone asks me what that says, I would say, I don't know, I don't speak Chinese. And it would make me laugh, and I'm sure that they wouldn't get it, but it would like, it would make me laugh a lot. But like, I'm thinking of stuff like, like just like weird mishmashy up things just because you know it would be real weird like 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 uh, like shredder from the ninja turtles eating a grilled cheese sandwich <laughs> like i think that would be a really fun weird tattoo or like a like a toaster oven on a skateboard i don't know just like weird mishy mashy things that you know uh, that way i would have and and like all of them i would get i would make up like a funny story about it like, but I tell you, at one point, because uh, you know, I really want to, I forward to, but I really want to bust out my entire right shin with Slenderman. Oh yeah, and uh, that, that's my thing. A lot of my tattoos, I think all but two, uh, 
are pop culture references. Um, so, you know, and a lot of that's like, what, what are you going to, well, like, how are you going to feel if you don't like that a few years down the line? It's like, well, one of my tattoos is a Futurama tattoo, and I've liked that since I was 16, so yeah. here we are. <laughs> well, you're not one of those guys um, either that, like, flip-flops, you know, fandoms, and, you know, you don't, like, you're not, like, into something for a very, very short time. Like, from the times that I've known you, like, you're super into the things that you're really into, that, like, the yeah. stuff that you would get a tattoo of. And, like, you're super into those things, like, for the long haul. Favorite wrestler, Flanagan? Who's... Of all time. Who's yours? Mine, yeah. Uh, I'm going to take a guess and say The Undertaker. Guess whose symbol I have tattooed on my leg. Uh, I'm going to guess Rowdy Roddy Piper. Three Horowitz, but close. Oh, close. Uh, Ava Nagila, baby. No, it's The Undertaker. I know that. Um, you know, and I, I got the, I love Starship Troopers. I got the Starship Troopers tattoo. Oh, I meant to ask you, by uh, the way, I meant to ask you, I don't mean to interrupt you and I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. I know that you're, I know that you're, you've, you've kind of, um, turned down the uh, amount of pops that you get, but uh, are you, do you have any interest in the, uh, that GameStop Starship Troopers pop? Are you looking the big bug? Like, no, like the, uh, the, the Johnny Rico well, yeah, I've like, got Johnny Rico. Okay, okay, okay. I, I saw it the other day, and I, I, I didn't know uh, if you needed it or not. I was going to pick it up for you if you didn't, but anyway. No, I may have toned down the number of pops I have, but uh, there's always room for Rico. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, and I, I definitely understand where you're going. Like, can you imagine how many people probably before the entire series was even done, probably after week one went out and got baby Yoda tattoos. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. a. Uh, I always think about it. Like, did you ever see fanboys? Uh, I've seen parts of it, but I haven't seen it all the way through. You ever seen the, the thing with Seth Rogen as the, uh, like pimp? No. Star Wars fan. He takes his, uh, he takes his shirt off, and he has uh, Anakin and Jar Jar doing, like, the gangster lean on each other. Yeah. And he's like, Jar Jar Binks, that guy's going to be the shit. Everyone's going to love him. And it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, How'd like, that work that, <laughs> that is probably, like, someone probably, like, legitimately did something similar to that, though. Oh, I'm they absolutely saw, sure. Like, they saw Jar Jar in the trailer, and they were like, absolutely. Do you think that anybody was, like, really legit pissed that like because you know the uh the, the, all the phantom menace branding like all the toys all the everything all this stuff had darth maul on it do you think anybody got like really pissed because they got a darth maul like a face tattoo like not on their face but like a darth maul face like on their body somewhere and then two-thirds of the way through that movie he gets cut in half and shoved down into uh a, that the the shoot uh Behold, yeah yeah and they were just like Oh, son of a bitch. I just, I can't believe that that wouldn't happen. Yeah, like, I'm trying to think about like other ones that probably like didn't age well over time. Like you said, Chris Benoit, Lost Prophets. Those are the two big ones I can think of. Like, you know, someone had like an OJ like jersey number and everything tattooed on them. Oh, absolutely. Like there's no way they didn't. 
I mean, same thing with Aaron Hernandez and all that. Like, and again, like there's no way to predict the future. There, there really isn't. Um, and so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not condemning those people for getting them when they did. But it's one of those things where like, as soon as that stuff happens, you have to just be sitting there and be like, shit. Covered soon. Yeah. Cause then you're like, well, like, what am I going to do now? Yeah, what are we going to do about this? Because now I've got a murderer, piece of shit, whatever, you know, tattooed on my body. And it's forever. Then what? Uh, I mean, like, I'm trying to think about, like, if Casper Van Dien, like, it came out that he was, like, a serial killer or something in Hollywood. I'd be like, well, that sucks. Gonna have to get that covered. Yeah. I'm gonna have to turn that into something else. Uh, and this is going to sound really morbid. Thankfully, the only band tattoo I have broke up, uh, 18 years ago. And the, vo- I mean, this is kind of sad, but the vocalist has passed away. So I don't really think there's any chance for the band to, uh, really do anything else shitty. So, no, I mean, not unless it came out the, like during their tours, the band, like, you know, did some weird inappropriate things, but I think, I think you're fine at this point. I think you're fine. I think you're pretty, uh, but, and you know, like my rule with tattoos has always been, um, I went very like casual. My rule was jeans and a t-shirt. Like yeah. as of right yeah. now, any tattoo I get, I want to be able to be covered by jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah. If you don't, I mean, I think that's fine. Like rules are rules. Do you like do your own thing? Uh, the only one, and I've told you this story before. I maybe even mentioned it on air, but I was working the Walgreens drive-through, and this girl comes in in her car, and she starts talking. And all I can look at is she has this black and red nautical star tattooed on one of her cheeks, probably half dollar sized. Okay. So it's not small in the realm of your face. Right. And I'm just like sitting there looking. One point in time she goes, oh, do you like my tattoo? I just got it. It's my first one. Oh, no. Don't start on face. And here's my thing is I was like. Didn't think that well through. And also what shop? I've been in been in four or five tattoo shops, and I've asked a few times. Um, like there are several guys who like unless you are covered, and I mean covered, won't even uh, entertain the idea of neck or face tattoos. Um, and you know I'm not talking about like if you get something like little behind your ear or something like that, but like what. Artist or tattoo shop. And here's my thing. I have several doubts if someone was willing to put a face tattoo on her as her first tattoo that it was done in a, like, shop. Yeah, like a legitimate shop. Maybe it was done in prison. Yeah. Well, no. no. Probably not. But, but... like, (laughs) it was just one of those things where I was, and again, I wasn't blaming this girl. Did it look great? No, but, like, I, I two trillion percent blame the artist in that situation. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Like, 
yeah, you. you Why on earth did you do you think this was going to be a good idea? That is money, but um, I can proudly say that every tattoo shop I've gone to, if you came in and told them you wanted your first tattoo on your face, would probably just tell you to go somewhere else. Yeah, well, that that's you know being a responsible. Um, you know, shop owner that you're not gonna, uh, you have to know when you get a face tattoo that like your career options are going to be seriously limited at that point. Oh, do you want Gatlinburg story? No. Oh, which trip to Gatlinburg this was. It was sometime in my like twenties. We're walking down the strip, like in Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg, wherever. And we see these two guys arguing outside of a restaurant. And you finally just hear one guy be like, I should quit. I hate this job. I don't need it. You suck as a boss. Blah, blah, blah. The manager just like calms himself, looks at the other guy and goes, you have fuck you tattooed on the back of your neck. Where else are you going to go get a job? Uh, yeah, that's checkmate. <laughs> and at that point, I was like, "You have my attention. I have to see this." That's like, like we walk by, and like, I don't even do like I don't even try and be cool about it. I like just fully turn. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he he sure as shit does have "fuck you" tattooed on the back of his neck. That's like you're like uh, John Candy in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles when he's got the book. In the uh, the airport, and he's re- he recognizes Steve Martin, but he doesn't know where he's from. And he just like keeps looking over the book, and he puts it back up over his face, and he looks again, and he's looking over. It's like he's very obvious about it, and it's so funny. And he's like, I know. The Mr. You. Bean thing where he's cut the uh, holes in the newspaper so he can look. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. Like you make a you make a conscious decision when you get a tattoo above your shoulders that you're not that you're making a very very conscious career decision going forward when you do that and i don't think it's a positive one i mean if you are a professional like mma fighter and i don't mean like you do like local mma fighting like you are on the ufc or uh pride tours then yeah okay like get get a face tattoo i don't care if if you're some sort of professional fighter okay yeah go for it get a face tattoo pretty much everybody else don't don't get a face tattoo I would add a couple asterisks to that. <laughs> Rear tattoo artist, whatever. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I, I don't see anything with like the small ones behind like the back of the ear. No, no. And that, that's fine. Like behind the ear, like the tiny ones, like if you get like a star or something behind your ear, like that's fine. I mean, like you're talking about like cheeks, yeah, forehead, like, like yeah, no, like if you get something on the, on your nose or your cheeks or your, yeah, like your face, face, uh, yeah, that's just a bad decision, in my opinion. I just, I, I can't get behind that. Like arms, okay. Legs, okay. Torso, sure. Do what you want. Back, yeah. But 
not for me, but okay, like do what you want. I have uh, a couple friends that have their butts tattooed, and they have legitimately said it just feels like the needle is up your ass when it's on and tattooing your butt. And it's just like, no, yeah, no, 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 not for me. I'm not okay with that. Like I'm looking at like at like underside of the like like starting you know forearms like like lower arm or like you know something like that would be where I would go. Leg, maybe like calf, would be okay. But yeah, I mean, I've got, and I mean, you've seen most of mine, so uh, I think you've seen my back one before. Oh yeah, I have. Okay, Um, but yeah, I mean, I I don't see an issue with any any way or anything you want to get on your legs. I, you're a braver man than me if you'll get the back of your leg done. But yeah. Excuse me. So, okay. I, I, so I'm, you know, if, if I'm doing this, uh, if I'm taking this tattoo journey, my question to you is somebody who has, you know, many tattoos, how do I go about finding a reputable tattoo place? Cause that's my big concern is, is I, excuse me, I, like, I go somewhere and it ends up being like the worst possible place to go. And, you know, I end up with something crappy or, uh, you know, they don't do a good job and it ends up hurting more than it should or, or something like that. First, and this is going to sound weird. The hurting more than it should thing, I think is, it's very subjective. Um, fair enough. It is. Your pain threshold is going to be different than mine. And it's going to be, yeah. well, you know, the I other that, six people the guy deals with today. Well, when I say that, I mean like, if you're not like, if the tattoo artist is not properly skilled and it should only be like a six out of 10. Um, online, it's like a 12. Yeah. And it's like a nine because that, yeah, like that guy or girl, I'm not judging, um, is, is not doing something the way that they're supposed to be doing, but you know, so it ends up hurting me more than it should. Okay. Yeah. That that, makes that, more that's, sense. That, that's what I meant. That's what I mean. Um, I always recommend people like look into, uh, artists locally, or, you know, if you're coming up here for a weekend, I could recommend some shops and some artists. If you want to check out their work, either, online, look them up on Instagram, uh, anything like that, where you can just go and see. Cause like most artists, tattoo artists or anything are willing to, or not willing are posting their stuff online. And some of them, if you like presume an idea and especially for you where you're getting, uh, you're not having them draw anything up. It's just a, you're thinking of those are all kind of like pop culture things. So they don't really have to like come up with anything from scratch. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of just find someone whose designs and color work and that kind of stuff you like. Uh, color work is a big thing for me. I my right leg, everything from my knee down is uh, mostly black. Everything from my knee down on my left leg is mostly red and blue. Uh, I want people that are going to be able to work within those. 
and are going to be able to like kind of stick with the themes I've gone with and that kind of stuff. And I understand like, well, how do you mess up black? Yeah. It can happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that, that's that's what I've learned is because I've seen, I've worked with, and I and I, I work now, but I'm not talking about them when I say this, but I've I've worked with people that have tattoos that like you think it would be a really easy thing to get right. And you look at it and you're like, Ugh, no, that doesn't, um, doesn't look good. There's the age old, like, you know, thing I've seen online a few times of like, uh, good, ta- good tattoos aren't cheap. Cheap tattoos aren't good. That is true. If you can find a, if you can find an artist you like who does uh, good work at a fair price, stick with them. Yeah. Jamie, I love you. I'm going to keep coming to you as long as you'll have me as a customer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm terrified about letting you tattoo my shin because that's really going to hurt. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that will. But I mean, yeah, like find find a spot you like, find an artist you like, and make sure you know like what you're looking for in terms of like colors and line work. If there's going to be any lettering, like lettering you like, and all that kind of stuff, because like there's no erase button, there's only cover up. Yeah, that's true. Like and, you can't flip the you can't flip the needle over and erase it. So you gotta it's it's permanent. There was a, a lady at my old job who was having a tattoo on her ankle removed, uh-huh. and she went through like the ten sessions or whatever. And I mean, it was still just there. It just looked like it was white now. Uh, Heard the removal process is a lot more painful because they're literally burning it off of you. Yeah, that's that's. That's what I've heard is that the the laser removal process is is not very forgiving. That's and you know I've I've asked a couple people around the like that have tattoos that I like that you know have good line work and stuff and I'm like hey who did that like who would you recommend and who would you recommend me stay away from uh, to try and get you know, a sense of who around is good and not good. Um, and it has settled on the fact that the only answer is to just get a tattoo at a convention. Get a tattoo at a convention? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the answer, right? And that's totally the way you should go. <laughs> um, and honestly, like, if it's a tattoo convention, go nuts. Most of those people are probably like, artists um you know part of me like first though i'd be kind of terrified to get like i'm at a horror convention why are there like six why are there some people doing tattoos like that kind of makes me nervous yeah um that's me personally if you want to get your stuff done there again i'm not judging you i'm definitely not judging the people that set up there you got to make your money like if i knew if i knew like going into a convention if i knew that there was a tattoo place that was that going to be there mm. and i was like man i'm itching for one i would go to their website because you know it's going to be listed on the convention website hey this tattoo place is going to be here so i would go and i would research them and and like look at some examples of stuff that they've done and and you know go in i'm i'm guessing that they would bring like you know like a sample book that you would be able to look at some of their work uh so you would be able to tell their profession i know like a convention wouldn't 
ideally wouldn't let just some random person be like, yeah, hey, I've got I like I've got a, a, a kit like let's do this. Like, no, don't don't just do this, uh, that they would, you know, vet the person and make sure that they are actually a legitimate place. I only say that as a joke, like I wouldn't go. You wouldn't necessarily think of going to a convention for a tattoo. That was the only joke I was making. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's not like I it's not like I'm like gearing up to pay the admission fee for Scarefest to be like time to go get tattooed. No, no, not at all. No. But if I happen to be there, like if we were, you know what? You know what would be interesting? And this, you know what might be a thing is, oh. is a, a tattoo from a convention floor would make for a pretty interesting live video. I've had before. <laughs> that's all I'm, I'm going to say is, uh, is a live video from a convention floor getting a tattoo would be pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see. But you know, <laughs> um, you know what else I was thinking about? Is, Sandwiches? Well, besides that is uh, I'm, I'm starting to think now. And I'm like, you know what? Like a well done tattoo on a girl is also pretty sexy. Like a, a, a well done, nice, you know, tattoo. I've, um, I've, I've, uh, I've dated people that are dated girls that, um, uh, have had both good and bad tattoos. You know, the, uh, the closer you get to you, uh, like naughty bit region, I'm not necessarily a fan of. Like that, that doesn't do a lot for me. But you know, I'm 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 not I'm not uh, opposed to I'm not I'm not going to say that it's like a um, you know like, I'm not tiptoeing into like you know fetish territory or anything like oh, I'm pretty into that but like you know I'm not saying that uh, um, I mean I'm a fan I'm for it just yeah I've 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 dated people that have I've dated girls that have um, uh, like lower pelvic tattoos and it really didn't do a lot for me I just think I mean like I've gotten tattooed and I know how like this is going to sound weird how soft the skin is in that area. And yeah. that just, like, that's the excruciating part to me. Well, I'm also like, Whoa. well, that means that means you had to go into a, a like open to the public business and you sat on a chair that how many other people have sat on and you took your pants off, which still in, um, <laughs> You take your underwear off, and then you sit there, and you let someone for however many hours just tattoo there. Like I'm, I, I just don't know. There's something about that that doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, and the part for me just the so painful. Yeah, so painful that sounds. Um, I, I, I will say this: the other thing, and I'm going to rewind a bit. Um, 
like you always want to go to a clean shop, like yeah. always look up. And if you know someone that's been there before, always like always, always, always ask about like shop cleanliness and that stuff. Like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Mandy who did of my tattoos. Um, we, I think on average, there were like six glove changes when she was just setting up. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's uh that's, that, that's a good sign though. Like that's a good sign of, I'm a fan of the, like she would set up the gun, change your gloves, uh, get the needle set up, change the gloves, get the settings and everything set up, change the gloves, um, get the little cups for the color, get those all set up and everything. Uh, pull out a paper towel, make sure like her guns all wrapped and everything to keep it from shaking, change your gloves, pull five, like three or four glo- uh, paper towels to like clean me up while she's working. Change your gloves, wash your hair, not change your gloves, take your gloves off, wash your hands, be like, I'm going to go smoke. Come back in after she smoked, wash your hands, gloves, get everything all situated, like the lamp, have me lay down, get me completely set up, get the um, stencil on. And to both of us, and then right when I was getting ready to like lay down to have it done, gloves off, wash hands, gloves on again. I can only imagine how much lotion they have to use to just keep their hands <laughs> the driest and broken out things on the face of the planet. Really? Yeah, that's wow. Yeah, that's you know. Of, uh, what, Matt, what do you think the uh, the the glove cost? Like overhead on gloves? Like, what do you think uh, um, the cost of gloves here are? Like per month? Because that seems like a lot. But it, like it's good. But like I can't yeah. imagine how much uh, like the glove bills are. Not even joking. Like. You would probably pay for your Costco. You would probably do your Costco membership um, for that, just in gloves. Yeah, yeah is it just, just about the cost of that in gloves and like Vaseline and that kind of stuff? Yeah, you're buying gloves by the truckload. Good lord! But that also speaks very highly of you know the amount of cleanliness that you can you can expect. And that you and, won't end up saying, I got a tattoo in my lower pelvic region and I regret it because it's not very good. <sighs> true story. Not that that ever happened, but true story. Uh, I, I have this like left thigh tattoo. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I have my spine done in several spots on my back. And, um, but seriously, the, the word nothing in my hedonism bot tattoo when he got close to my knee. Oh, no. Easily the most painful tattoo I've ever gotten. Oh, absolutely. I, it would have to be. Holy crap. Uh, I'm, I'm a big supporter of tattoos. And um, I keep saying andom for some reason. Uh, andom. Just... The advice I always give to anyone, uh, find a shop you like, find an artist you like, and make sure it's a design you really, really, really like. Or you, uh, don't do, don't, like, don't pull a trigger quickly. Right. <laughs> Tattoos are fun. Um, I, I I love getting them. Uh, the craziest thing I was told was when I was getting my first one, and you know I didn't know what to expect. And like 
Oh, it's not that bad. It doesn't hurt that much, blah, blah, blah. I'm laying on the table, and Scott is getting ready to start. And my friend Zach walks up, just looks down while I'm laying on the table, and he just goes, it's going to (laughs) hurt. Like, anyone who told you it doesn't is a liar. It's going to hurt. And they started. And anyone who ever told me tattoos don't hurt just became a liar. (laughs) It's like, liar, liar. And if you have a higher pain threshold than me, good for you. I mean, tattoos, they are definitely addictive. Uh, I, yeah. The right thigh done after getting my left thigh done. And it was brutal, but I can't wait for it. You've seen the design I'm getting. Yeah, uh, I can't wait for that to be finished. That's going to look so good. Either. I, I can't wait for it to be finished because it's going to fucking hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, I recommend if you want to do it, do it. Things like, I want you to like be, I don't want you to be like 50 or something. Like, well, am I too old to get a tattoo now? Is this going to be weird? Am I going to be like that old dude? Do it, do it. Now, if you want to do it when you're 50, do it when you're 50. But I'm a big supporter of tattoos, and uh, they're fun. Like, when you know me, I'm a big dude and fun. So that though, that is uh, two two phrases that I can use to describe you: is <laughs> big guy, big dude, and fun. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I just like that. Um, you know, you sent that text out of nowhere, and it was real weird because like we hadn't been talking about tattoos or anything like at all around that point. And, you know, I'd kind of not, not kind of been like thinking of ideas, but like a couple of days before that, I was like, I was going, th- I was deleting photos on my phone to free up some space. And I was like, I came across, um, one of those and I was like, oh yeah, like I keep circling back to that, you know, I'm going to save it. Uh, you know, I'm not going to delete it, but I'm like, I, I always like every three or four months I'll circle back to like, I should get that. And then I just keep scrolling. And so it was, it was like two days later and you were like, man, when, when are we going to get you a tattoo? And I was like, man, like <laughs> I was just thinking about this a couple of days ago. So I don't know. I might, uh, the, uh, the title of the, uh, one of an episode soon might be. So I got a tattoo. I don't know. We'll see. I'm in for it, man. I'm totally in for it. We'll we'll see, but uh, it probably won't happen before the end of February. But you know what will happen before the end of February? What? And that is, we're going to get a winner in our "What They Don't Know Won't Hurt Them" contest because this is your last few days, last week to enter the. What they don't know won't hurt them contest. Very simple. Very easy. All you have to do is you uh, call 270-883-1617, leave a voicemail, send a text to that number, email iheartstamos at gmail.com, tweet us, Facebook message us, whatever. Just somehow carrier pigeon us, however you need to get your story to us. Just uh, you know either of us and you're listening to it? Text yeah. us personally? Yeah, you can. It's fine. Uh, you can Snapchat us. I don't care. Just somehow. 
all we need is we need a story of something that somebody in your world does not know that you haven't told them that, uh, you know, you want to get off your chest and you want to admit to us and, uh, you'll win a prize. We have, uh, we have a, uh, best of the eighties loot crate box featuring all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, you know, Ghostbusters drawstring bag, golden girls, coffee mug, comic book from uh, big trouble in little china and escape from new york um a little back to the future hoverboard we have a 15 dollar video game currency card of on your platform of choice uh so uh all you have to do is you just send us your what they don't know won't hurt them story and then we bring you on the show and then we call that person and you reveal your what they don't know won't hurt them and we all have a good laugh, and then you get your prize. It's just that easy. True. There's it's true. And I mean, we're, you know, we're making it easier, or making it easy on you. We're dipping into our pockets. We are trying. We're giving back to the people. That's uh, well. I wanna. I wanna reward. You know, we uh, we've we've been bombarding people with uh, new content, and you know, we keep. Uh, you know, add a, we, we've added another show and, you know, we've been, uh, we, we've had a lot of the talk nerdy to me audience follow us over to this show. We've had some, uh, uh, really good numbers and I want to reward, you know, and uh, show our appreciation to the people who have, uh, jumped me, uh, made the jump, um, and have added us to their podcast rotation, uh, and the new people who have found us. It's the first of many contests that we're going to be doing to give back. Uh, you know, I've been trying to uh, figure out good contests uh, for some prizes for a while, and we're working some of them in. So uh, it's going to be a good, you know, a good time, uh, and we'll all have a good laugh. Nothing, you know, it's all supposed to be lighthearted. Don't give us anything like real bad, like. Uh, you know, you you said that the pet ran away, but you accidentally killed it and buried it in the backyard. Too heavy, man. We're all about nope. we're, uh, we're we're trying to keep it lighthearted. We're trying to keep it fun. Um, I told a couple stories last week about you know getting someone's car towed, uh, which is <laughs> a little on the aggressive side. But here we go. Here that here we are. But uh, you know, send us send us some fun stories. Uh, we'll also be making a Facebook post about that at some point. Uh, so that you can get in on that, because uh, we've had a couple entries that we've had to throw away, throw out, because uh, you know they're, they're just a little bit too dark, they're a little bit too heavy. But uh, we're gonna get there. We're gonna award. We're gonna read some of them, and we're gonna award a prize. It's gonna be fun. Um, but uh, yeah, don't don't be uh, don't be afraid to send some of them in. Uh, we'll have a good laugh about them. It'll be good times. <laughs> Just, I mean, we're making it easy on you, and you know, we yeah. want to be men of the people. We want to give back to you guys because right. we, we appreciate you. We appreciate you coming on this journey with us for this new show. Um, does you know? I mean, we were, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the guys on Talk Nerdy to me physically sometimes. Even, <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, but you know, I mean, it was. It was kind of a, it, it wasn't an easy decision for us to branch off. Um, because, you know, I mean, we, we had the safety of having a built in audience on that show and this, and this was a calculated risk. Some would, some would say, I don't know why I was going to say that. It's a calculated risk we took. Yeah. To 
want to create some new content. So, well, that's the thing. Yeah, is we had we had a lot of a lot of content, and we had uh, we basically had too much for the show that we had, and so we wanted to bring even more. And here we are. So we have a second show, and uh, you know we might even have some more uh after that i don't know uh we'll we'll see uh we've got some i know we've got some live shows coming uh that apparently apparently the uh the gtv style mole on the twitter account is um posting some cryptic stuff about uh upcoming live shows uh also mm-hmm. uh i just want you to know uh, what i i sent the uh the the group text uh, an update on a purchase for the live show. Um, oh? uh, and that I said, Hey, with, with, uh, 20 bucks, you can go on and get, oh. uh, and I just want you to know that the scheduled delivery is Thursday by the end of the day. So expect an, a follow-up photo <laughs> once that arrives. Uh, because all I'm going to say right now is when we advertise for the next live show that we've got, like the next uh, stand-up style show, because we're going to do a live show from or around LexCon, and uh, we'll have we'll have a uh, you know just like a standard live from show there. But when we say when we offer up our next like stage show, I cannot oversell how important it is to be there for what will be here at the house on Thursday. Oh, I'm so excited about like, it. Like I I I love the fact no questions asked. I sent that submitted that and I just got the note like I literally just now got the email that says it is shipped and it's on its way. That's awesome. And I just I, I, I Walmart, what are you doing? Like I just I am no question like no follow-up email like excuse me? Like, really? Like, we have so many questions. So I cannot wait. I mean, you might be on a list now, but... Oh, I'm I'm absolutely on a list. And I'm... I just, like, I have not been so excited for something to come in the mail. And yeah, so uh, just, just a couple days from this Thursday, it's going to be here. And then the hype for the, the stage show is going to be so real. I can't, I can't even describe it. It's going to be wonderful. So be on the lookout for that. We're going to have a couple dates for those coming up. And, uh, if you haven't already, uh, follow us on Twitter at TN two M show. And, uh, you can do us the biggest favor you can. If you like what you hear, if you're enjoying the shows, uh, you know, like them, share them, rate them on the show, on the, uh, your app or store of choice. Uh, cause all of those help us rise up a little bit in the rankings and expose us to more people. So, um, you know, anything that you can do, we appreciate that. So if you, if you feel like we've earned it, give us a like, give us a, a share, give us a rating. That's all we want. We're giving, you, we're giving you this stuff for free. Yeah, subscribe. Um, uh, we have our subscriber number right now is, is pretty good. We've got uh, um, we've got I'm going to tell you uh, in a ratio. We've got about on this show. 
we've got about right now we're sitting at about a quarter of the Talk Nerdy to Me subscriptions, which is pretty impressive for only having episode four up. Uh, three yeah, episodes I'm not published. complaining about it. And, uh, you know, Talk Nerdy to Me has entered its sixth year. So very, very cool. Thank you, everybody, for that. Um, you know, continue to, to uh, subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Rate, uh, share, comment, all that good stuff if you think we've earned it because uh, we're giving you this for free. And uh, we love it. It's it's a passion project, so uh, we love doing it. We do almost as much as we love being best friends in the world. <laughs>